Hey friends, are you drinking your water? Are you minding the business that pays you? Welcome to another episode of Millennial Moguls on the Move. I'm your host, Shireen Hemingway. Thank you for joining as we sit back and relax. We're going to break some generational curses and share some helpful tips with friends on how to create some generational wealth. Welcome to Millennial Moguls on the Move. What's going on? What's going on, man, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Millennial Moguls on the Move, the podcast created by millennials for the millennial that received their college degree, walked off stage, got to the bottom of the steps, looked at that piece of paper and said, now what? I'm your host, Shireen Hemingway, y'all. I had like a whole pre-scripted speech for this podcast episode, but I already know we're not even going to stay on topic. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to get a little different today. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my good friend, Adrian. Adrian, tell the people who you are, plug in your background, give us give us all the tea on who Adrian Price is. Oh my goodness. I'm just Adrian. I am just Adrian. And if you want to talk about the things that I do, uh, own two companies, one media and events company where I help uh, produce shows and help people wanna, who want to get celebrities to their events. I handled the booking for them. Um, and then I just launched a veteran-owned staffing agency to help connect people to some jobs and, and connecting people to work that makes a global impact. So uh, that's the projects that I have going on right now. Listen, um, I always joke and say um, I got a Facebook best friend and it's you. Like, I, <laughs> like it is. <laughs> It is. It is. I, I tell I tell my best friend, I was like, y'all gonna have to step your game up. Like you got people virtually, they coming hard at you. So listen, yeah. um, your post, if if I have a bad day, I know I can come on your page and get a good laugh oh. or get some good tea. Either way, it Thank makes you. my day a little better. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Man, so let's get into so you say you have a government agency staffing um company. Like, how did you get into that? That's pretty cool. Um, so during the pandemic, I actually lost my job during the pandemic and I lost my job on October 27th. I was literally the next day going to get my LLC done so I can start this new business. And let's like, y'all can kick me out your house, but y'all can't kick me out of my own house. And so that's a word. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I just decided to go ahead and do it. Um, and I sat on it for a while. And then one day I was like, you know what, Adrian, go ahead and just continue doing what you wanted to do. I mean, there was other projects in between that time. And the support behind it has been overwhelming. And just get out there and do it. All right. Get out there and do it. So let people know where they can find you if they're in their area and they want to get some, some, some government jobs in and pop in. Where can they find y'all at? Come on down. I'm working from the house. You can find me about <laughs> I'm working with a house. He said, don't worry about that office. Come on down to the house. Come Listen, I'll meet you. I'll meet you at a restaurant. We can go down there and talk. I can show you around DC. Uh, we can have a good time, but I work for the, I'm working for the house. <laughs> I told y'all we're going to cut up on this episode. All right, so... We're going we to do a full-fledged um, plug. Y'all check the bio on the episode. But, um, all right, Adrian, I'm getting into it. I told y'all I, I was going to be nice the first five minutes, but I want to I wanna sip my tea and have a good time on this show. But one thing that, that did pop up was, like, so you know the game is doing their reboot, right? 
Yes. And so um, Tia did her little TikTok thing where she was answering the questions. And I was like, first of all, this is the most depressing TikTok I've ever had seen. Because she was like killing and crushing all our dreams. Like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> My question is, like, is the game going to be the game without without med school and Derwin? Look at here, med school. I think... <laughs> I think I think they should have did it because like the game actually lived in the same universe as girlfriends and lived mm-hmm. in the same universe as Moesha. And so I think that, I think that the game is good for what it was. And I think that uh, Mara Akil Brock is the one who executive produced the writer on it. I think that she should, you know, do a spinoff and do something totally different. I think we should just leave the game for what it is. If the game is a spinoff of Girlfriends, then just make a spinoff of the game. Call it, I don't know, the the after party. I can care less. But come on now. Um, boy drama. But just, just call it call it, whatever, call it call it whatever you want. Just don't don't call it that. Cause if it ain't got Tasha Mack, if it ain't got the original Malik. How about Mike, a round of applause? Come on. I never heard somebody that slave Rihanna the way she said stand. Stand in ovation. <laughs> oh, she sung that song. Oh, she sung that song. It took me about three seconds to realize she what she singing. Oh. I was like, what is this? <laughs> you know, when you got to the chorus. <laughs> you know, when like the mother of the church starts singing that song, you don't quite the musicians. They be trying to get like what? Oh, that's Wade in the water. Okay, because <laughs> yeah, mother mother was on a different. She was on a high note. <laughs> she was off key. So speaking of TV shows, and I I'm obsessed with people who love how to act because I feel like I'm I can't act like I can give you some live off the dome stuff, but like if you give me a script and say memorize it and come back to it. <laughs> I ain't gonna come back to it the way you think I am. <laughs> yeah. So um I've been following like your acting journey. I literally wow. love what I see. Like when they say if people in the background applauding, like I'm definitely one of your people applauding. Thank you. Um, Adrian, how did you get into acting and why did it take you so long to give us this content? <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Well, I can say, I, I think I took one theater class in college. So that what credits, uh, I guess, my acting career. Um, what theater, what college was that you took that theater class in? Because we're going to call them and tell them they should have pushed you on in. <laughs> Winthrop University by day, Rock Hill State University by night, because we was live. Come on, Woo. And for those who don't know, I am also a uh, unofficial Rock Hillian, a Winthrop alum. Like, we ran Rock Hill. They didn't know what to do with us. They didn't know what to do. Mm. Um, but literally, um, one of my friends, the first one of the first people here I met in D.C., uh, he did this show called Boy Drama. And it ended back in, like, 2015, 2016, like, the first four seasons. And he was just like, you know what? I want to reboot it. And so I want to I want to give more seasons like a continuation. And I followed the show and literally one day we were texting. And he was like, hey, so do you know how to act? I was like, I don't I don't think I've never done it before. I don't know. He was like, "Okay, well, 
the actor just dropped out the show. I'm about to send you the script. I'm about to head over to your house and let's film this scene. That's literally how it happened. Boy, fame ain't fair, is it? <laughs> Ooh. Um, so let's talk about Gregory because I um oh Gregory. So uh, listeners, uh please number one go on YouTube and catch boy drama. Uh, we're gonna plug in Adrian's Instagram so you can go to the page. But uh Adrian plays a character named Gregory, and I'm gonna just let you give them the background of Gregory because okay, so Gregory is a Howard University Law uh graduate. Uh, who works at a firm here in D.C. And he works along his arch nemesis, Michael. And the show, the season starts with Gregory, you know, really pitching this commercial, uh, really putting his all into work. And you think that Gregory is this well put together person and and he has a heart and he's just a disabasing person. But when you get behind closed doors uh, with his partner, Things, things are not what they seem behind closed doors. So we, I, I'm not going to let you spoil it because I really do want people to watch it because above, above all else, it does have a really great message um, behind it. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like I've seen my share of movies and I like to think I am uh, leading up to being a producer to write movies. And baby, you was yep. acting, honey. You <laughs> act, you was acting the way acting supposed to have been acted. You hear me? I said that baby acting on that. Um, I believed you. I'll tell you that. Really? Yeah. Literally, my mom, my mom texted me and she was like, is there anything that we need to talk about? Is there, is there something going on? Something like it was just a total switch. So I won't spoil anything. However, I will allow you to ask questions as go, go there, ask questions and about the character Gregory and his relationship. I'm not going to spoil it for the other people. You can cast them on the next episode. So ask away. What do you want to know? This man is crazy. Something had to cause the crazy. So what, what's Gregory's story? Uh, so actually the writer and the um, director of the show, Dante, it was, he came to me and said, I want to see, well, answer your first question. Um, so Gregory is just this well put together person. However, everyone at works and, but he's a pushover in his professional life. And so all of the anger and all of the resentment that he has towards everyone pushing him around, like, you know, he had to fight his way through law school, like he barely got into law school and then getting there, having to constantly prove himself and to constantly feel less than in where he navigated in his professional life. And he just started taking it out on Alonzo and he didn't have he didn't have power at work so he wanted to exude power uh behind closed doors mm. where did you get the i said the inspiration or the framework for the character gregory i want i really want to give a shout out to again the writer and the, and the director dante um because he just said to me adrian this is the message that i want to give this is the message that i want to portray and he truly gave me the freedom to really just take the character there. It was to the point where he was like, you know what? We're not even gonna go with what I wrote. 
just go. And he allowed me moments to just go. I love it. Um, just be prepared to get that call for my movie because I don't know what character it's going to be. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> you you can feel like just to know you and know how you know much of you know funny and a clown you are and to see you play a role so serious. I was like oh, clutching my, <laughs> my imaginary pearls. I didn't know. I just didn't know. Ooh. <laughs> Baby. I was going to call a friend and check on a friend because like, Ooh. what? <laughs> I heard there was one scene where after we after we got done, I was like, y'all, I need a cigarette. Like, <laughs> so literally, y'all, I don't I don't smoke cigarettes, right? Mm-hmm. And literally, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm, let me go, let me run to the corner store real fast. Y'all wait right here. Let me go to the gas station real fast and let me get a pack because <laughs> let me get a pack. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, like, I really had to like go there and the most difficult part of it is that the cast were extremely supportive and I know that may be oh how can you say it's difficult that mm-hmm. the, the cast is so supportive but that's what it, on set because when the cameras were off oh Adrian you got it you can do this and you can do this and um I hope I didn't come off like that but I was like hey don't be nice to me like do not be nice to me because I don't know how to like I, I'm not I'm not a mean person so mm-hmm. like I can't if you're nice to me, I can't just flip right on you and do everything that Gregory did. So uh, that was one of the most difficult pieces, as, as, as best as it was, as well as difficult as far as how supportive the cast was on and off camera. Um, I can definitely say it shine bright, honey. You would have thought they said your mama macaroni and cheese was nasty because you gave it. <laughs> listen, don't talk about crystal macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Don't talk about Christian macaroni and cheese. Man, I love it. So what, what's next for acting? Like, I, I know you're a speaker, writer, activist. Um, so what's next as far as you on the screen? If it makes sense. And that's really why I was so open to, to taking it there with this character. Because I truly, it truly made sense. Um, being able, you know, domestic violence, number one, is awful 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 however that same conversation isn't really had in the gay community right uh a lot of stigma is that oh it's two dudes together so they should be able to to battle it out and that'll be fine however um just being able to portray a message that it happens to you know the people to the left and to the right of us it happens either you are the abuser or have been abused or know someone who has been abused. And so I just wanted to, and so it made sense. So if another role comes along now, I heard through the grapevine that uh, boy drama was supposed to end after season five. So like, this is was like the, the last chapter of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe they're signing on for six and seven season six and season seven. Well, in Jesus name, I pray your name at the top of the list to, to be on. I mean, it really is a, a great show boy Thank drama. You. Yes. <laughs> it was some drama y'all. It was some drama. Honey, I had tea, coffee, sometimes wine and something stronger trying to get through it, but it, I, I watched it. <laughs> but you know, cause so that was the first time I've ever slapped anybody. For real? Like, I mean, I've gotten two fights as like, but as far as like the uh, like an open palm slap. That was the first time I ever did it. And the actor didn't know that it was happening. Oh, 
see, okay, and let, let, let me get out. Let me let me get out my professionalism. You gonna have to tell me <laughs> that it's coming because I'm not sure. I ain't sure how I'm reacting because you. That's what made it so real. Like he literally, the director Dante, he really just whispered in my ear, and he was like, "I want you to slap the dog out of like just just go for it." And y'all, I lit my cigarette. And... You, blew, you threw caution to the wind. <laughs> oh, y'all, I lit that cigarette. And I just, I cocked this hand all the way back to Africa and with every power that I had with it. Um, but that's how real the show is. That's how real it is. And I hope that it portrays on yes. camera. And and for the record, we're not laughing at the domestic violence oh, no, scene, not but at all. Um, this baby said he lit a cigarette and cocked his hand back. What is wrong? <laughs> I got to give it to the Lord at this point because I because we we're gonna go here with you about to Between go Between you but... and God, I'm doing a job. Um, <laughs> all right, so we go tell them where they can find boy drama, and then we gonna get into some fun stuff because you already got me cutting up, and I'm trying to be serious for like ten minutes. All right, man. All right, so you all can go to YouTube.com or go to the app or go to wherever you do YouTube's at and just type in boy drama, y'all. And it's right there. And I'm sitting there cheesing. You know, you know, you know, you got the right thing because you'll see me cheesing. So <laughs> well, I wasn't cheesing in that photo, but you yeah, y'all, y'all see me and y'all ain't see lying, though, yeah. Like just get on your Alexa or whatever you have and literally just say boy drama. And I promise you, Adrian gonna be cheesing hard. But where you get this peacoat from? Let's talk about that peacoat in the between the cheese and picture with the Gregory picture. Which one? Peacoat, peacoat. And you had some more chestnut tan peacoat on or something. I didn't know what you was giving. Oh, oh. Ross. <laughs> $40. Ross. Next time, answer Armani Exchange. Did you be giving it? <laughs> y'all, y'all, if it ain't on sale, I don't buy it. If they don't sell, I don't buy it. So um, it's that Ross. But speaking of uh, late struggle from the winter days, um, please tell this story. And I want people to hear it on this podcast. Tell this story to Bill Collette, Colin, you singing to them. So, I mean, they was just calling. And I ended up picking up, because, you know, it could be business. So I ended up picking up the phone. And to my surprise, y'all, hey, is this Mr. Price? Who, you know, who's speaking? Da, da, da. Uh, we just want to let you know that you got a bill. I mean, that bill was old, y'all. Like, I don't, I don't even know what that, that bill was. And he was like, so he was trying to, like, threaten me a little, like, get a little bass in his voice and was like, so you going to pay this or you not? I ain't got it. I ain't got it. So he tried to be smart and say, well, what do you got? And I said, I got a song for you. He said, you know, he was intrigued. He said, oh, let me hear it. You make me want to throw my pager out the window. Tell MCI to cut the phone post. Break my lease so I can move. Because you a bugaboo, a bugaboo. I want to put your number on the car block. <laughs> make my email stop. Because you a bugaboo. You bugging what you bugging, who you bugging me. And don't you see it ain't cool. Destiny's Child, when y'all do y'all reunion, call me. Oh. I got to back up. And I don't be trying to be fun to y'all. I just be, I truly be telling y'all like what just, ooh, because it's, it's so therapeutic to interact with y'all. And I, y'all, I just be talking about my day and everything that be going on during my day. Mm, well, keep us laughing. So um, the show is pretty much, I'm wrapping up, but I just want to chat with you. I just want to hear some okay. good stories because you had the best stories I'd have never heard. And literally you can be telling a story about you walking to the bodega. I just, give me, give me a funny story. Anything that happened in the last two weeks 
Give us something. I'm put you on the spot. Oh, when I represented myself in court. I'm sorry, what now? When I represented myself in court. Did you win? And did. Okay, now tell this story. Hold on now. Okay, so it's 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 deep. It's dug deep in my Facebook. I'm gonna dig deep after you tell it. Um, so I ended up buying a car, right? And the owner sold me the vehicle, and it still had a lien against it. So I couldn't get the vehicle in my name, y'all. Y'all, I was riding around on temporary tags like for a year because I couldn't get like a new. I couldn't get the car registered in my name. So I ended up calling lawyers, and they like. Well, we're gonna charge you like 40% of whatever you win to take to take this person to court. And all right, Mr. Lawyer, like I understand that like you went to law school and stuff like that, but like that just let me know right there. The fact that you were willing to charge me 40%, let me know that I can win this myself. <laughs> now you think with that width of degree. And y'all, I came up there. I thought it was gonna be like on, I thought it was gonna be like it was gonna be like on Judge Mathis or something like that. <laughs> like I thought it was gonna be like you went up in there like Johnny Cocker. <laughs> if it don't fit, you must have quit. Y- y'all, I, I was shocked. I had on the little three piece. Oh, not the extra. And this uh, double um double knot around my neck. Y'all, you couldn't tell me nothing. So I went up there and I was, I was, y'all, I was like following all protocol. Like I was not doing protocol at all. Like I would say things like he'll be like, well, I did register the card. I would say things like, he capping y'all, like he lying. Like it's I was, not in the- and so the judge was like, um, it's I object. Oh, my well, bad, y'all. My so, bad. so the judge knew what Captain meant, though. So that's what's up. <laughs> oh, it was a black lady. It was a black lady, y'all. And she was like, she was young. Like she was like a young, like a younger um black lady. And I was like, well, not according to these receipts I got. And so I just pulled up my little folder and I started walking up to the bench, to, you know. The slide, my receipts crossed her desk. She looked at me and she was like, you need to quit while you're ahead. Don't scoop back, sir. <laughs> scoop. <laughs> Don't come up on my desk again. I'm on my bench again. So finally, we going back and forth, really. She ended up ruling in my favor. So so what a check at? <laughs> I worked today. I went, I represented myself. <laughs> what a check at? First of all, you asked the judge where the check at. <laughs> where the check at? In your three-piece suit. <laughs> and, uh, y'all, I, y'all, I promise y'all, I'm not lying, y'all. I'm not lying, y'all. Because I, And I gave her the full backstory. I said, where the check at? Because I done told my people we was going to go have some fun to do something. I was when they got this outfit together. We got a party afterwards. We celebrating. You coming or no? Bring the check. Uber outside right now. Cut the check. Let's go. We about to go have fun. <laughs> and I was counting on that money, y'all. But did, you, but, but did you get your check? I did. I ended up following court protocol. I oh, ended Lord. up uh, filing um, in order to do for them to be served and stuff like that um, in order for me to get my money. And I got my money. Boy, it might not have been funny. You, that story tickles me. You are the name <laughs> like Johnny Cochran and Judge Mathis trying to get no. your check. Discriminatory business practices is um, y'all fight for the black and brown people. And so um not many people um are able to afford lawyers and so um if there's something that you don't know how to do the only difference between you and someone else is the fact that they sat through somebody's classroom and got a piece of degree but there's nothing that they doing 
that you don't know or don't or can't learn how to do that's um <clears throat> one thing i have learned as a millennial mogul um there's really anything i can't do now if i don't want to do it i find people that can do it but um so no that's a that's a good point so basically what i heard from this story <clears throat> is that you're an amazing actor and you got a little bit a little bit of law and technical background shonda rhymes law and order sound like what it sound like <laughs> oh i literally i love crime movies y'all um and actually my minor is in business law um i took that so class that went through yeah you know my minor was business law and it's and it's funny how you just never know how sometimes in the most times in which you feel as though that you're wasting your time and how you can use those things later. I mean, minded in business law and, you know, playing a lawyer in a show or being able to represent myself and being able to take some of the things that I've learned. Um, so everything that you're doing, look at it as a lesson. I mean, you can always use it somewhere else at a different time. Just put it in your back pocket. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I've, I've, and I don't know if it's turning 30, honey, Jesus flipped on a whole light switch on everything mm -hmm. like in the past that I don't been through. And it's like, oh, that's why that happened. That's why I went through that. But um, I remember jobs like that. I worked corporately and I was just miserable. I hated them. And I had to do projects mm -hmm. that they just literally would drain the energy out of me. Um, mm -hmm. And then now that I run multiple companies under my name, mm -hmm. it's I'm able to use like all of those things that I hated and apply yeah. them in a way that makes my company better so like literally so don't be afraid to put those little teeny monotonous things on your resume because they do count they do count especially y'all be on zoom and, and, and all these video things start putting zoom um and microsoft teams and stuff like that because in the new world people are more going to be working from home and so a lot of people aren't technologically savvy and they need people just they'll pay people just to come set up their zoom Honey, baby, shameless plug, ShereenHemaway.com. That's exactly what I did from my <laughs> honey, ShereenHemaway.com. Um, but yeah, One more time for the people in the cheap seats. Absolutely. Shereen, S-H-A, ReinHemingway.com. But yeah, I took all those uh, skills that I had. Zoom, baby, when, when churches needed help getting online, I'm here. Come on. Um, mother, mother got you. And and I really did. Like, I, I, I I was able to help my community with all the skills that I learned in school that you don't think about, like Zoom, um, setting up a website. And I was like, OK, this is how I can help my community. Mm -hmm. And honey, a whole company grew from there. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Won't he do it? Won't yes, he? Oh. Mm -hmm. I said, Lord, if I leave this job, don't make me want to go back. And he ain't he ain't Ooh. put me in a position to want to go back yet. That's Ooh. congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, Agent, what's next for you? How can I help you be great? You know, I'm all about helping my good people. Other than this movie, I'm really going, I'm going to figure out a way to get you in this all for love, all for love too, honey. I got a few other projects coming out. Um, I almost want to write a lawyer type character just to put you in it. So we're going to see what, we're going to see what these hands can, can bestow upon that pen. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't charge much. Just take me to Waffle House. Oh, <laughs> Hold on, I might find multiple characters for you. Put, <laughs> I throw That's a little hat on your backwards now. <laughs> but um, I honestly, as as we're coming in the post pandemic, um, a lot of people are looking for jobs, 
and a lot of employers are looking for truly qualified people. Um, so as far as the business side, honestly, I just want to I just want to continue connecting people to work uh, and connecting employers to qualified people if if that's your thing. Um, as far as artistically, well, season six, season seven, the boy drama, if they do it, uh, anything outside of that, if it makes sense and I'm able to tell a story, I'll do it. And y'all can always catch me running my mouth on my Facebook. That ain't going to stop. Speaking of that, plug in your Instagram um, because they need to laugh. What is your Instagram, Adrian? I am as well. At I am underscore Mr. Price. I believe that's it. Y'all follow him at at I am underscore Mr. Price. Um, Adrian, thank you. I'm bringing you back, though. I'm already thinking about, like, how we going to plug this. When can I get him to Charlotte to come out on this boat with us? How we going to get this? <laughs> we'll put me on a little two-piece to go out there on the boat. I was going to say, leave that three-piece at the house and bring that two-piece. <laughs> two-piece. <laughs> You're going to see all it. Baby, show it. I'm trying to find some Hamilton tickets so if I can get those soon. I might be up in your area. Um, hey. Listen. I can't wait to go see Tina Turner when they open back up. Man. Okay, so speaking of Tina Turner, you going to watch this Aretha Franklin movie? I feel like I feel like I'm going to throw my shoe at the TV because Jennifer Hudson is going to give me some notes I ain't never heard before. So I literally just watched it. You seen it. Sunday. Like thumbs up, thumbs down. Y'all, I wasn't that crying. It was, it was really good. I mean, of course, you know, Aretha, of course, you know, the Aretha Franklin. Mm -hmm. However, I think that Jennifer truly handled this character with care. And she studied, like she studied. Yeah, yeah, she was doing a little screaming, but she wasn't like, it was just so effective. Like, she even walked like Aretha. And I was literally like, I truly believe that you can be an actress and still be Jennifer Hudson, but there was a strong essence of Aretha Franklin to where you didn't feel as like it. it, it I think sometimes it can also come off kind of like to try to exactly be like that person. Um, and it can you can miss the mark when you just try to be that person. I believe that Jennifer did a really good job as far as doing what she does and, and truly incorporating the full essence of the Aretha Franklin into it. And she did a great job. Now, did they take the movie all the way to the funeral with the, the heels hanging out of the casket? They didn't go that far? Um, they took the movie. And you don't have to tell too much, but I, I want to know if they put the peep toe shoes in the casket. That's really... Okay. All right. So I think you convinced me to go watch it. Go watch it. <clears throat> Let me get my throat together. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> I- <laughs> Don't let, let them use you. Oh, my Lord. My Lord. All right, Adrian. Look, one last time. Um, plug in your businesses. I'm bringing you back. I really did. Like, I enjoy uh, celebrating millennial moguls. Um, you definitely are a millennial mogul. I knew I wanted to celebrate. And when you hit me up, I'm, I'm just waiting to get invited to the Shireen show. <laughs> oh, I'm still bringing you on the Shireen show, but I was like, I got to bring you on here first because this this is where I really want to celebrate what you're doing um, professionally. Now, when I bring you on the Shireen show, bring you wine and get ready to cut up because that's all we do on the Shireen Ooh, show. If y'all thought I was cutting up here. The, uh, like, I was the, the Shireen show, you, you could be a little bit Cardi B, little Kurt Franklin. I allow, I allow space. <laughs> I'm going to smoke my cigarette and let it go to the wind. 
as far as I know outside opening back up and y'all want to get some celebrities to y'all functions y'all want these people to come through um y'all I got the access to them Hit me up, who, who you want, and we can bring them to the party. Uh, as far as uh, AP Global Solutions, uh, connecting people to work that truly makes a difference. Um, everything that we do in life makes a difference. It doesn't matter what level in your career that you're at. Um, if you just started a business yesterday, you've been running a business for the last 100 years, is everything that we do makes a global impact. And so I really, truly want to connect people I want to connect people. So if y'all need a job, y'all looking to hire some people, y'all need some business coaching, uh, give me a call um, at, you can go to apglobal.solutions to my website and check me out. And if you just need a good laugh or just need to feel good about yourself, <laughs> follow me on Facebook or Instagram. I love it. Hey, y'all heard of man. Go to apglobal.solutions, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Solutions, honey, and get your life together. Adrian, my friend, we're going to be besties after this episode. You just didn't know how your life's going to get blessed. <laughs> Let them use you. Let them use you. All right, man. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Millennial Moguls. Bye. Thank y'all. My millennial moguls, thank you for making it to the end of our episode. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, share uh, all of our content. We appreciate it. It doesn't cost you a thing, and we love the support. Uh, keep in contact with us on Instagram at Millennial Moguls Podcast. That's Millennial Moguls Podcast. And until next time, baby, we got our college degrees. Now what? Let's boss up and let's make some millennial mogul moves. Let's do it. See you next time.